0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 323 and it is Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird.
1: What's happening, everybody?
0: That's right. Well, we're here once again uh, in the Codex Prime Studios. Uh, more nerd goodness and magic on the docket. Uh, yeah, today's topic uh, this week, we're going to be talking about, finally, our uh Ideas for video games of the past that should get sequels or should get remakes. So uh, so yeah, we'll talk about some cool video games of the past, like from past generations, PS2, 3, Xbox, uh, or even further back, like the 16-bit era, 8-bit era. And we'll talk about games that uh, should get sequels that never did or uh, games that should get full-on top-down remakes. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, get into that later on. And um, we'll also share some thoughts about uh the twenty twenty three writer strike which just uh which just started last week um we'll also share some thoughts about uh w w e backlash really fun show yeah. and uh we'll, yeah we'll get into some other stuff too so yeah, as Carl is sharing the uh, episode, I just want to give a shout out and thanks to all of our, our listeners and viewers of the Codex Prime Podcast. We thank you so much for you know taking time out to watch our episodes uh on Facebook Live or even just listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform. So we really appreciate your you know time, attention, and support. Um and yeah, we also want to give a shout out to Roberto Gonzalez of Steambox. Um Yep, uh, Carl's got the T-shirts, Steambox versus Codex Prime. Uh, thank you for you know uh, supporting our show and being really being an awesome podcast as well. And yeah, man, we're here, we're doing it, uh, we're, we're doing this thing. Um, the weather is so gorgeous. May feels like May. Uh, spring supposed to feel like spring. So we had we had a string of uh, rainy weather up here for like the past couple weeks, but I'm so glad that we're getting uh, some much-needed 70 degree weather.
1: It looked like that rain got to you. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like that rain got to you.
0: Yeah, it, it was it it was pretty lousy. Like I got sick of seeing dreary gray skies and just wet everywhere. You know, so it's nice to see some sunshine. You know. Uh, Nick Quattrini is chiming in in our chat here. He says that the Blade movie is burdened with trouble since announcing they were just about to start, and now the strike is stopping it again.
1: Yeah, I'm, that movie has gone through developmental hell.
0: It sure is. It sure is. And, uh, yeah, man, maybe that's maybe that's a sign. Um, maybe that's a sign that they should really reconsider things.
1: Right. Right. But I think... Everything's already like established, so it's like, all right, we kind of have to do this now.
0: Yeah. They can always change tracks slightly here and there. Good, but
1: um, I do want to give a big shout out to everybody that came through at uh, Rock Cocos this past Saturday for Free Comic Book Day. Big shout outs to David Morales, Chris McDermott, and Reagan and Miss Julie, Miss Judy, excuse me. <laughs> and everybody who just came through Pelagi's Ice Cream, and it was just one hell of a good time. It looked like they gave away so many comics. Huge turnout. Uh, Sean and Jordan from the Black Nerd Book Club came through and showed up. Showed out. Just in case, um, yeah. It was, and it was just a, it was an all out good time. So can't wait till next year when we do it because I think it's pretty much if David Morales was gonna. Get involved in something that's going on in his neighborhood. He's gonna make sure it's a fun. He's gonna he's gonna make sure it's a fun time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I saw some pictures and um, that was cool. He was like dressed up as Spider Man, you know, posing yeah. for the for the kids for the young fans. That was cool.
1: Yeah, he did that. Oh, Aris came through by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, Aris came through and he brought his He brought his kids over. So
0: nice. Wow. Yeah, that's that's cool. Like I I can't remember the last time he said that he went to. Uh, goes around that way.
1: Oh, it was a long time ago. But I yeah. think he's going to go back now. Now that Rococo's, like, helps uh, people get their comics graded and stuff. Mm. They, got some, oh, they got some gems there. I was like, mm. damn. Mm. Like, what am I going to get next? And that's what it is. It's like, what's my next layaway going to be? <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah,
1: no. Yeah, and then plus we uh, have some other stuff in the horizon too. Uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, Codex is busy.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, we yeah we stay busy. Uh, you know, we don't get ready, we stay ready.
1: I like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: where you, I know you got it from somewhere, but
0: oh yeah, it's it's a common common phrase that I've heard in plenty of shows and other references. Husky. <laughs> yes.
1: You always got a shout-out, Husky.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gary threatened the chat. Uh, welcome, sir. So oh
1: He picked up a mixtape. Oh, Rise of the Blend Panther is still available. Mm-hmm. Just inbox me. I'll make sure I get you a copy. Everybody out of state, I don't mind. I will take care of shipping.
0: So mm-hmm. just- oh, right, right on. Right on. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a solid mixtape, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, in the words of uh, Cody Rhodes... What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. Let's kind of get Backlash out the way. That was a fun show.
0: Yes. Uh, backlash, uh, which, which took place in San Juan, Puerto Rico, this past Saturday. Um, definitely, um, shout-outs, to, shout-outs to the San Juan crowd. Best crowd I've heard in a long, long time in a wrestling, sh- wrestling show. Mm, I, listen. Like, they were hot i say even hotter than Montreal. Montreal was hot for Sami Zayn, yeah. primarily. But this crowd, oof, Man, they were hot from from start to finish. Yeah. Um, I never thought that in 2023 we would get... That Savio Vega would get one of the biggest pops of all of the year. You know what? Puerto Rican wrestling legend. But uh, never, no, never thought we'd say that in 2023. But here we are. Carlito got, got one of the hugest pops of the night. Oh, and of course... My match of the night, and of course, and I and I will say this is uh, this may be audacious, but I don't care what anybody says. Baboonie. Bad bunny. Baboonie. Damien Priest. That's this is so far my match of the year twenty twenty. Really? Yes. I'm saying it. It's so far, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest, the San Juan street fight, my favorite match of twenty twenty three. I don't care what anybody says. This is not you at all. It's not. I was. I was extremely surprised. Like, like yo, Bad Bunny. Like, big ups to him. Like, he's yeah. not. He's not just some celebrity promoting an album or just you know shooting his own horn. He's a genuine fan, and he's put in the work to train to to put together an entertaining match. And you know, Damian Priest was a great dance partner, and you know, it was a great opportunity to like bring out the you know the Savio Vega, Carlito, the LWO. And yeah, man, it, it it was dope, and we got the Puerto Rican destroyer <laughs> uh, as a finished. So, yeah, that was one hell of a match, and the crowd was hot. The singing to singing to one of his songs, man.
1: They, they all sang it word for word. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you this, all right? So I uh, on uh, Facebook, I act, I'm friends with uh, Rudy Gonzalez. He's uh, the wrestler who trained people like Brian uh, Danielson, Paul London. He ran. He ran the Texas Wrestling uh, Academy with Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. and continues to run it to this day. Nice. So he he always throws in his tidbit, you know, his thoughts on Facebook. And what he said was, and it. Made perfect sense Perfect sense What he says And I quote WWE just made Puerto Rico cool again After Brody's death Meaning Bruiser Brody There's been a dark cloud That has hung over the territory Damian Priest Bad Bunny Carlito And Salvio Vega Blew a deep breath Into that island It's about time Never forget But let's move on That's a great place to work the crowds are unreal. If you are in the business, that should be a destination for you. You're not going to get rich, but if the right people are in place, you will learn a lot. Just my two cents. Mm. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's well said. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, man, like. Yeah, the the were, we had some great matches, um some great great moments. Like I said that that was like the best crowd I've heard all year for for a wrestling any wrestling event, be it AEW or WWE. Um I I liked Zel- Zelina Vega, The Chanka um, The, the Chanka. <laughs> yep, um I I really like the fact that the crowd was behind Io Sky in her mm-hmm. match with Bianca Belair. Go ahead. Um Mhm. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that hopefully this will lead to a bigger push for her, uh, for Io Sky because she deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like, it, and even like you know the Usos and Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, hell, even Seth Rollins and Omos, I didn't mind. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, that was solid. Seth made him made him look good, but almost held,
1: he held his own. Remember, you're big. You're not gonna. Ex- people, it's people is like you're expecting it's like you're expecting hurricane is from somebody who's just meant to be the big monster.
0: Yes, Yes indeed. Um but yeah, uh but yeah, bad bunny so far match match of the night, match of the weekend. So far my favorite match of the year unexpectedly, so.
1: Yeah, that's highly unexpected. I'm thinking like wasn't Kenny and Osprey this year? Yep. Over that?
0: I wouldn't go that far. I'd say it's number 2. I say what well, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I'll say, I'll say it's it's my favorite match of the year for WWE. Yes.
1: I was gonna say like Kenny and Vikingo.
0: Kenny and Vikingo I'll put it over in that like his his style is just like spot, spot 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 high spot high spot high spot. It's like that's hell on your knees. It's like yeah, yeah your knees are not gonna last long with yeah, that man, kind of style. It takes you
1: one slip.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah And he almost got he almost had it that night. Yeah, his head hit that. His head hit that apron.
0: Oh, when he hit it at six thirty. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Um, yes. Yeah, so, oh, I'm looking at uh, Angela's comments. She says, "Pretty sure I brought y'all and Roberto together." You definitely so did. I'll shout myself out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, sh- uh, shout outs to Angela Marindola, friend of the show. Uh, we got to have you and Rober- Roberto on. Uh, at some point, at to, the
1: same damn
0: time. Yep, at the same time. So yeah, it's it's, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be really cool. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, all in all, backlash, uh, fun show, hot crowd. Ho- I wish WWE should do more international events. Um,
1: they 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 would, but um, and it seems like they are. They are heading into that direction. Mm-hmm. There's... There's a lot of things that do get in the way that when it comes to... It, it's just much easier to stay domestic mm-hmm. than, you know, going... Than to uh, going international. Um, Bruce Pritchard talked about it one on uh, one of his shows. It's like a lot of times shipping the ring over and stuff, shipping the sets over and stuff, it can get pretty costly. So that's why they keep them spread out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fun sh- yeah all said fun show recommend checking it out if you haven't already yeah. uh yeah so there's that and um and as I mentioned at the top of the show uh we got the we also have the the writer strike yeah uh the twenty twenty three writer strike uh which uh which t- which w- went into effect on may first i think or may second uh it was uh from the writers guild of america um this is their sec their first strike since two thousand seven two thousand eight
1: this isn't that morning ago? so
0: yeah uh and um this this writer strike uh points out a couple of a uh, couple of a uh, uh, pr- well several pressing concerns but two of which in particular one de- dealing with residuals um so the writers guild of america uh, authorized a strike uh from all writers across film and television um and they're protesting uh the uh Ameri- uh Amer- american um uh, motion picture television producers association um well, we'll call them the producers for short. So the writers are are um, they have they have grievances concerning residuals mm-hmm. uh, because uh, traditionally with uh, with television television shows that go in, that go on syndication that show reruns um, writers do get residual checks for every time that they're broadcast on on network television. However, streaming services have changed all of that; have upended that whole model. So now you have a case where writers get at best pennies or nothing at all for a show that's that's uh that's moved from a streaming platform to streaming platform so that's one of their grievances um one of their one of their uh, other grievances which also which i'm also worried about is the concerns about ai artificial intelligence mm-hmm. like sh- like things like chat in particular for example um Uh, the uh, for example, and I'll read this uh, from the from an article from GQ magazine, which talks about the writer strike explained. Uh, they say that um. Uh, like streaming has been for the past 15 ye- for, for the past 15 years, emerging technologies will continue to be a tool for companies seeking to reduce the amount they pay workers or to get rid of them entirely. So the WGA proposed regulating the use of so-called generative AI in writers' rooms, preventing AI from writing or changing material covered by the Minimum Basic Agreement or MBA preventing it from being used as source material for adaptations mm-hmm. and ensuring that MBA material can't be used to train these AI programs. And so the AMP, uh, PTP countered by offering, quote, annual meetings to discuss advances in technology. That was their counterproposal. Mm-hmm. So... Basically uh these these studios are saying are basically chomping at the bit to use AI to fart out a script and then hire writers to kind of punch it up a little bit. So therefore it's not a completely original work. Right. Um this this is concerning for several reasons because one, you know, uh AI is uh a- AI is being pushed onto the public and businesses at a rate that's faster than we can even understand. You're right. And I feel like uh, this is kind of like a kind of like similar concerns when social media blew up, where people were taught told to embrace it faster than we understood the effects. And so with with a generative AI, like like ChatGPT, for example, like these like these large language learning models, um, the companies like companies that. I, that have, that have created these ai programs are selling them as like oh these are like miracle like generative general ai like you, something that you see like in like jarvis and iron man yeah where the reality is like these programs are stupid in ways that we don't fully understand like all they're doing is pulling from multitudes of information from the internet Come. but the problem is you know garbage in garbage out if you feed it a bunch of misinformation then it's going to spit out misinformation case in point if you f- if you feed it a bunch of like bunch of scripts yeah sure the chat gpt might might come up with something that looks that looks convincing enough but if you look under the hood or look at it closely it's clear that there's a there might be a whole bunch of holes that that are, a, a trained writer just wouldn't just wouldn't do so i think that uh, ai uh, as as a way to sort of like either replace writers entirely, uh, or sort of like give them a short, give studios a, a, a shortcut to like not do the work of actually creating something from the ground up, it's going to lead to shittier content. Down yeah, it's going to
1: be it's completely dangerous, and it affects me. It affects me too. Uh, from my perspective, too, like um, on as a DJ, I'm talking. I'm um, speaking from. Mm. Like, I was, um, I was hanging with uh, one of my DJ, one of my uh, friends, one of my friends who's also a DJ, and um, he actually played some AI content for me, like, there was a Drake and Weekend uh, song that came out, wasn't really, wasn't great, but it was just like, hey, put Drake and Weekend together for this song, and then, boom, it just came, there you go, they just put it together. Like, I heard, and I was telling you in the car on the way here, I heard... Tupac and Biggie singing Fifty Cent's "Many Men." Wow. Tupac, <laughs> Tupac and Biggie. mind you, they've been gone for six or seven years before the song came out. Yeah, and they were singing the song Jeez. in their styles,
0: mm-hmm. like in their were, voices, in
1: their voices, in their styles, word for word. Jesus. Okay. Now it's gonna. It's getting to a point where it's just like rapper, like rappers nowadays, they can. They're gonna make a song and they're gonna and they tell AI, give me a Jay-Z verse on this song. Gee, and now those rappers are gonna say, hey, hey I got a song with Jay-Z.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, another thing too, with you know, me doing blends, oh, do this this song, do this acapella with this song and mash it together. Mm-hmm and then they'll do it. AI will do it. Yeah. The quality may not be great, but they will do
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like at best it's like a cheap magic trick.
1: It is. It's a cheat code.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That it's a, it's a cheat code and 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 also too with 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 the, these large these these large like lear, language learning models, like it gives the what people I guess like what the what, what the public at large uh is, is being taught to believe is that is that these are like thinking machines these are not no. thinking machines like these are just like they're just like the, these ai programs are just generating content but they don't understand what they're doing there's no consciousness behind it it's just pulling a bunch of info a bunch of artwork and just presenting it to you yeah. giving you the illusion that it's thinking but it's not right yeah and and you're you're seeing that like with the, with DJing with music you're seeing with the writer strike right now that's one of their huge concerns you're, you're even going to see it in education you're
1: seeing it in social media Snapchat has an AI like um like a like an AI that will talk to you you can have a conversation with AI
0: hmm. yeah or it's it's like an illusion
1: yeah uh, and th- there's been some concerns that it's like all right these kids are talking to this AI but it's like they're talking to like an adult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When they shouldn't be talking to a kid. Right. And vice versa. So that that generate that generated some concern. I didn't I, I like heard it on the news while I was out, while I was working. So I didn't dive too deep into it. I didn't dive too deep into it, but I caught that part and I'm like, you know what that that's you know that's pretty scary. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah yeah that yeah that that is concerning and then also too, like in education like you have like students trying to use chat gpt to like cheat on cheat by using having it generate essays yeah um or even to the point where even even some professors are asking chat gpt to like oh yeah put together a syllabus for me and it's like well if you're teaching a class you need to know the yeah. content back and forth like you can't have a computer program just fart out like your lesson plan because that cuz a that's lazy and b you don't know what information that ChatGPT is pulling from
1: that's what it is it's literally just farts of information that's yeah. the best way to describe it
0: yeah precisely yeah and and the fact that like and the and the fact that um hey what's up nick thomas and the fact that you know uh, companies that are are creating these ai programs are trying to sell it like it's like real life jarvis from iron man yeah it's like ai as a whole is nowhere near that level and it might not even get to that level like maybe at best like 10 years from now maybe yeah but but yeah um but yeah like that that ai thing is just ai is just out of it's it's just it's just giving me concern that like it's being pushed at us like we we were like we have to embrace it it's being shoved
1: down our throats
0: yes yeah and um it's like we're being taught to embrace it faster than a rate that we can fully understand and chad, i
1: don't know chad gpt seen <laughs> my ass a few times you, you,
0: you think that but yeah, well <laughs> let, let's i mean i
1: don't we don't know the story so yeah.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but but yeah, so yeah, my my stance, my I'm in solidarity with uh, the writers, with the Writers Guild of America. Uh, right now, we are st- we are seeing some of the effects of writing of, of the writer's strike. For example, if you if you watch late night talk shows like um, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, like they're they're pretty much on hiatus for now. The Daily Show, same thing. Um, the 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 current movie slate for this year, it's it's like it's large. It, sh- it should largely be unaffected for the most part. I know that movies are usually routinely done a year in advance. Yeah. So the 2023 movie slate won't be affected. But next year, yeah. that's when we'll going see
1: next. it. Like I said, they halted Blade, uh, which God, that movies in such developmental hell. But yeah. It, but it's just kind of sucks. It's like all right, now they just got the train rolling,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then boom, now this
0: yeah yeah it's like Blade is like one step forward two steps back like they got
1: yeah and it's a shame too because I really would I'm very curious to see how such a great actor like Maharshal Ali would freaking play will play it.
0: yeah oh yeah yeah I know like they were they were close to having a director and that fell through um yeah at, at this point you know just hire Sticky Fingers <laughs> just yeah. just hire him to do to do Blade again <laughs> or have a he was just in providence like last week oh really
1: yeah uh for onyx's uh back the fuck up 30th anniversary tour wow
0: 35th not 35 30 30th oh my oh yeah that's right yeah man time man time indeed but yeah uh but yeah um we'll we'll see we may see some effects um TV shows, for example, yeah. that haven't gotten into production yet, that we might uh, see effects of the strike on on, on TV shows in particular. Um, uh, a case in point of how the last writer strike of oh seven oh eight affected things: uh, Quantum of Solace, the second Daniel Craig Bond film, yeah. was, effect, was affected to the point where both Daniel Craig and Mark Fawcett, the director, had to finish writing, essentially writing the script, and well, the movie ended up the way it did.
1: John Potter, what superhero would you want to have an AI produced script? Howard the Duck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if we get an AI AI generated script of Howard the Duck, oh, it can't be worse than what we than the original. I'll say that.
1: Okay, then there's supergirl then. Remember that abomination?
0: Mm-hmm. Or uh <laughs> um, Mystery I... Men. Mm.
1: They're superheroes. <laughs> They are super. Damn! I just noticed something. How would that affect Good Burger?
0: Oh yeah, Good Burger. Good Burger too. Yeah. Well, I think Good Burger because they haven't started filming yet. They're gonna have to put that script on hold. Yeah. And what's
1: crazy because they're built, they're building it right around the corner from my house.
0: Oh sweet. Yeah, I know they were filming in Providence. Yeah,
1: it's literally right around the corner. Like we, we the old friendlies on Mineral Spring. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, like we're, we're. I've been literally watching them like build it.
0: Man, damn. Well,
1: I'll drive by, we can drive
0: by it on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's so that yeah, that's the writer strike. Um, for more information, you can you can look it up online. But I will say that I'm in full solidarity with the writers. Pay writers. They they get they do. Th- they they need to be compensated at the level of their talent. Like all the great films that you watch, TV shows. They put in the work, like yeah. everything starts from the written word, exactly, so pay them what they're worth. These studios stop playing games with this AI bullshit know, if you're going to hire writers let them let them cook and, and pay them accordingly.
1: If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it
0: exactly, exactly, you know because i I don't want to see some computer fart out some. Some some terrible Fast and Furious script because they're terrible enough already. But
1: but then you go see them and you're like, damn it, I hated this movie, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, this was stupid, but it's all about family. <laughs> oh man, um, John is asking me basketball or hockey playoffs, Vic. What are your? When are you sharing your thoughts on sports? I don't watch sports ball. I don't. Um, I don't care about b-ball. Is, that, is b is that b-ball? Is that the sport? You know exactly what it, it is. It, don't it, even start. Is that the is that the sport where they where they score touchdowns? Basketball, or, or no, no, that's field hockey, right?
1: You know
0: exactly what it is. No, oh no, field hockey is where they score home runs. I got it. See, yeah, see, I I I don't know. I don't know too much about the. You the, are a the,
1: horrible troll.
0: I don't know too much about the sports ball uh, and all the. Uh, the, and all the tribalism around sports. Ooh, let me let me let me buy this overpriced jersey cuz I'm cuz my team of spoiled millionaires can beat your team of spoiled millionaires. Ruh, 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 ruh. Whatever. Oh, my team of CTE adult footballers can beat your team of CTE adult footballers.
1: <laughs> but you love pro wrestling. That pro- has just as much CTE
0: involved. Listen, pro wrestling is different, but anyway, um, still
1: athleticism.
0: It, it, it is athleticism, I no either. question. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, we got on the menu before we get to our main topic.
1: Uh, woo. <laughs> I have not picked up Resident Evil for remake <laughs> since the last time I talked to you.
0: Carl. Hey, hey. Hey, what?
1: I have a child.
0: It's all right. Just, just, just. I just
1: got a third job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um. Uh. Uh. We have a comment from Allie w- regarding my sports rant. She says it's okay, Vic. We can teach you. Uh, Vic doesn't mean athletes are spoiled. They actually worked really hard to be where they are. Um, sure. Her, her, brother play-
1: her, uh, her brother played. Her uh, brother's Her brother played professional hockey.
0: Oh right right on which team
1: I forgot the, I forgot the name it's not it wasn't on, it wasn't the NHL but there was some like other leagues that he played for nice
0: but uh. I was
1: in Pensac- Pensacola I believe
0: okay but uh, but yeah man Resident Evil 4 uh, I'm on my let's see I'm on my third playthrough god
1: damn you, you keep telling me that you're busy I'm like you played this game three times already
0: well, I I'm, I'm done. I am I'm done. I'm done with playing Resident Evil. I've, I've I've I got the Infinity Launcher and I'm playing it on hardcore mode and I'm done. I've 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 I'm Resident Evil 4 remaked out. I want the Infinity Launcher. It's it's a uh, it, it's 2 million p- credits. Um but if you sell enough treasures and if you sell the if you have the Magnum I just sold my upgraded Magnum, fully upgraded, to get the to get the money for the Infinity Launcher, and it's glorious. I
1: want to buy that shit just so I can get through this game.
0: Oh, it's oh, the game is so good, Carl. I believe it, and I like, want to finish it.
1: But his, you want to know how be, how behind I am? What I literally just watch. I you know how much of the season finale of Mandalorian I was able to watch?
0: Like two minutes. Ten. Okay.
1: Hmm. I haven't even watched. I think I'm two episodes behind a Bel Air. Hmm. And thoughts on Craving the Hunter movie? You just can't do a Spider Man universe movie without Spider Man.
0: Yeah, I find it weird that Craving the Hunter is going to be the first R rated Marvel Sony movie, and yet you had Venom. Venom was right there.
1: Yeah, so you had Venom. with
0: carnage.
1: I yes. love the way brother used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Whiff cheese. Yep. But, yeah, th- yeah, Venom. Then Venom. Whiff Carnage. Yep. Now you're doing Craven.
0: <sighs> yeah, man. It's like Is he is he an interesting enough character to have his own movie? No. No, like No, he's a good villain. Yeah. Like like he's a big game hunter and he wants to hunt down Spider-Man for reasons. I don't know. But, and he's mm-hmm. supposed to be like an environmentalist too. I, I don't get it. But. Yeah, no,
1: no. He's not, no. You need, but here's, here's what they could have done. Hmm. Yes, you got, oh, give us three Spider-Mans. Hmm. One's a trilogy. You got, we got Tom Holland for the MCU. Yep. Let them have that. Mm-hmm. You're still profiting. You got Andrew Garfield Mm -hmm. for your R-rated, for your dark universe, Spider-Man universe. Mm. Okay, I can get with that. And then you have your animated into the Spider-Verse.
0: Yeah, there you go. Like, I I would say, like, now that you hit the nail on the head, I think that for for the, for the Sony Marvel movies instead of instead of trying to tie it to the MCU no let it they, be its own universe yeah you could just bring Andrew Garfield back for yep. that like have like an like an, a slightly older Peter Parker fighting Venom you can ha- you can make it R rated yes especially if you put Carnage in the mix yes oh, come on sony that's t-
1: r- that's all there is See, you ha- and here's the thing
0: pay your writers sony pay us
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> first of all you showed With No Way Home mm-hmm. That Andrew
0: Garfield Can still do it He could and, and Andrew Garfield Deserves a good Standalone Spider-Man movie I mean sp- The Amazing Spider-Man Was alright Part 2 Not so much He deserves a good one One that we can say Damn it Why couldn't it have been like, been This way He's first? amazing
1: Yeah to-
0: Both Peters told him no, no You're amazing Exactly Exactly, yes. And, like, I wouldn't mind craving the Hunter in, a, in a, being the main villain in an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. There
1: you go. Like, the, it's right there. You can just... Yeah, we're, we're not going to get tired of it. Because, first of all, if you're going to do a Spider-Verse, it's animated, what, three movies? We're good. Yeah. We're good. Leave the MCU. You're still getting paid. Yeah. You're still getting paid. You're getting three different... different Types of Spider-Man. Hell, they release different Spider-Man comics at a time. Yeah, ain't no oversaturation. Ain't nobody complaining.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there's a Spider-Man for everybody. <laughs> so
1: that's what proves my point.
0: <laughs> so yeah, with uh, with Craven, it's like, all right, like like the most memorable thing Craven did in the comics was blowing his own brains out. Yeah, I mean like in in Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil, well, no, Mysterio does that, but he references Craven the Hunter doing the same thing. So not 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 making light on suicide out of people, but you know, that's really like the the most memorable thing I I think of Craven doing. Like like damn, you really and I don't
1: himself. even agree with the casting choice.
0: Is it Aaron Taylor Johnson? Aaron Taylor Johnson? I think I think he's fine. Fine casting. Um, I, don't, I don't I don't mind the casting. He's a, he's a good actor. Stefan can Just jack him up. Oh, he he played Colossus, right? Yeah. Deadpool. He would have he would have been a solid choice too. He would have been a solid choice. Um, let's see. Uh, Nick Quattrini says. Uh, well, well, first Gary Threat says. Uh, when well, no one said no one asked for a Craven movie. Uh. Even when I was a teenager, I never thought it would be good great for for him to have his own movie. Gary replies, I did. He's one of my faves. Nick Quattrini says, I feel like people only care about Craven's last hunt, and that's his popularity. Also don't buy into that animal lover activist they were headlining Craven is a Craven is a trophy hunter of animals. That's why he chases Spider Man. It's all about the thrill of the hunt and the challenge he gives Craven. So maybe yeah, maybe the environmentalist things kinda like to throw fans off the scent, I guess. But- Possibly. Yeah, but I, but I'm expecting I'm expecting Craven to be like the the new Morbius, like well well I mean will Craven go? It's Craven time and crave all over the bad guys.
1: That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm getting a Craven. For... That's gross.
0: Wait, I'm getting a Craven for justice. Like a turd in, in the wind. wind. <laughs> AI can't do that. <laughs> it, it certainly cannot. And as Quinta Brunson said at the uh, in, in one of the protests, AI and she said this: AI can't write Tariq's raps. Damn right. Abbott Elementary, shout out to Abbott Elementary. Did not kind of disappointed in the season two finale. Won't spoil it, but
1: I, I gotta I gotta catch up.
0: Yeah, but. AI cannot write Tariq's raps. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, anyone seen John Wick four? Yes, John Wick four. It's great. It's amazing. I love it. It's three hours. I'm, I'm getting the 4K Steelbook when it comes out in June. Yes, it's 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 awesome. Um, I love it. Uh, John Hyponic says Spider Man Blue had Craven the Hunter as the villain, which was good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, Craven stuff. Um. Maybe it could be a double double feature with Morbius. Um, that yeah, be I
1: said to Morbius just to get to him. Just stop, <laughs> stop.
0: <laughs> you know, fun fact: uh, a friend of the show, uh, Jim Savard. Uh, shout outs to uh, shout outs to you, my friend. He is a fan of Morbius. He is, and I I I don't understand it. I I truly don't. But you know, so, so, it, that's that's what makes nerd fandom so interesting. Like you, you just never know. What gets people's goats?
1: The uh, the dialogue. And there's dialogue. It, it creates dialogue.
0: Yeah. It's morbid time.
1: You would say that again.
0: <laughs> and he morbed all over the bad guys. You are nasty. Man.
1: <laughs> Ready for the main topic?
0: Yes. Uh, all, all right. right. What's the... Right. Uh... So, so yeah, our, our main topic, as I mentioned in the show uh, earlier, is we're going to be talking about uh, video games of the past that should get sequels or never got sequels, but should or video games that should get full on remakes, full on from the top down. So, not just a remaster, but like a full top down remake. So, think of like the Resident Evil uh, remakes that we got from the past few years, like Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4. Uh, think of The Last of Us Part 1, which is a top down remake of the original. Um, and just think about games in the past that never got sequels. When you're thinking, hmm, we should have gotten a follow up for that. Uh so yeah, so you yeah, Let us know in the comments uh what your what your picks are and then we'll talk about our our uh our thoughts. So uh yeah, Carl, you wanna start us off or should I? I can start off. All right, let's do it. Onimusha.
1: Full blown remake. Ooh,
0: yes, yes. Speaking of Onimusha, I've got the game right here. Hell, I've got all three. Yep, Onimusha Warlords. Which we we did get a a port on the PS4.
1: Yeah, I played that, but yep, it just yeah, it ain't the same. But it's like yo, that really was a good game. My first PS2 game, as a matter of fact.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that was one of my one of one of my first PS2 games as well. Um, Yeah, Onimusha. uh, I would love to see a full on remake as well, like in the style of like using the RE engine. Yeah!
1: Oh my God! Ooh. Oh man! Oh, and Capcom does it.
0: Yeah, Capcom—they're the publishers of the Onomusha series—and man, like this—this this was a fun game, and, and it still it still holds up pretty it well. It does. Um, but to see a full-on remake oh, using that Resident Evil engine, like in the remakes, ooh, yo, Capcom—you're sitting on a gold, gold mine. Thank you. You're sitting on a gold mine right here, yo. And, and I'd love to see a remake of all three games. Actually, even my my personal favorite was Onimusha Three: Demon Siege with uh, with John Renault, which is like a time traveling one. Takes place like in modern day France. Oh, yeah. yep. This was really good too. But yeah, and Onimusha Two. Onimusha Two is my least favorite, but it was still pretty good. Um, but yeah, to get to get re- top down remakes of all of these games,
1: take man. my money. Yeah,
0: I would I would be one of the first in line. i would be here (laughs) yes yes absolutely so yeah onamusha should get should get a full-on remake uh even though even though it still holds up fairly well um uh, my pick for a game that should get a full-on both both maybe a full-on remake but also a sequel as well is a pretty underrated title from the ps3 era uh enslaved Mm. odyssey to the west uh starring Andy Circus who also provided the motion capture. Uh this was a fun game. It was developed by Team Ninja and it's like a post-apocalyptic uh uh linear third-person journey and you play as uh Andy Circus's character named Monkey and he's like this guy who who wields like this bow staff and he can swing uh, uh climb, climb 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 up walls and you're and you're like battling like all sorts of like machinery and it's like post-apocalyptic uh, uh earth which is over overrun by vegetation, and uh, all these like weird robotic creatures. Um, it's a solid game, and it was it was a pure linear experience. It was like no frills, just like straight up le- level 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 to level gameplay. And Enslaved was a really solid game, and I, th- I feel like it it, it it never really got its due in the PS3 era, and and I and I think that uh, a full on remake. Not, not not just a remaster, but a full on remake uh, should could uh, is warranted, and I, I and I I would love to see a sequel to this game as well on current gen consoles because I think it's a it's a pretty interesting world, pretty interesting character, and you can easily bring back Andy Circus and he can do the mocap again because he's a he's a great actor, and yeah, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, man, that's a, a so- solid game if you haven't played it for the PS3. Um I'm I'm not sure I don't think it's available for for PS5 owners. I don't think it's available as one of the classic games on PlayStation Plus if you're a, a premium member. Um but if, if 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 it is great, but if not then you'd have to track down a hard copy and hook up your old PS3 again, but definitely one worth playing. And I would love to see it, Team Ninja uh or or Ninja Theory rather um uh consider uh g- giving us like a remake.
1: This is, a you know what, Dino Crisis.
0: Mmm, that's a good one.
1: That uh, a Dino Crisis full blown remake.
0: That's by Capcom too, right? Yep. Dino Crisis in the RE engine. <sighs> what? <laughs> oh my god! That RE engine is is beautiful. It is. Yeah, like, and you know, like the RE engine is so good that even if you have a, even if you if you still have a PS4, it still looks great. It still looks great. So, yeah, Dino Crisis full on remakes for that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you 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 can't most of the time you can't go wrong with dinosaurs. So, well, except for the Jurassic Park sequels. All right, never mind. But the point is, it's like, (laughs) but Dino Crisis. It was a pretty solid franchise uh, back back in the late '90s or early, early 2000s in the PS1 era. Um, another another game that should get a full on remake, and um maybe this will be the next one. But Resident Evil Five. Oh, it's happening. I, yeah, it, it's most it's most likely happening.
1: Yeah, it's selling, it's selling way too well.
0: Yeah, and and Resident Evil 5 it was a solid game back in the day, but to get for this to get the remake treatment um from Capcom would be would be fantastic. Um as as long as it also includes uh Chris Redfield punching the boulder at the end when he fights Wesker in the volcano, uh that would be awesome. Uh uh, Sheva, who was like the the Chris's a uh, uh, second second, um, that was that was also a, she was also a cool character too. So bring her bringing her back would be nice. Um, yeah, I, th- I think a Resident Evil Five remake is warranted. Um, we, we can ignore Six because Six was poorly received, and I looked at reviews and footage, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing this. So we can safely ignore Six. Just 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 stop the remakes at five. No, actually, no, no, no. Remake five also remake code Veronica, yeah
1: uh, I literally just I, let's get a uh, let's get a sequel to fifty cents blood in the sand <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. blood in the sand that freaking game, oh my God. That's the game where he's like hunting. Uh, him and G Unit are hunting this diamond encrusted skull, right?
1: Possibly. <laughs>
0: oh man, blood in the sand, man. Jack and Daxter. Hmm. Okay, I, I could see that a Jack and Daxter uh, remake
1: done in the style of of Ratchet and Clank.
0: Hmm. Oh, that would be That's nice. A ratchet and clank rift apart. Yes, it's such a beautiful game. It is. It's like a Pixar movie come to life. It is. It, it really is. Um, I, I'd love to see what Naughty Dog can do with the Jack and Daxter remake. Um, <clears throat> um, speaking of speaking of a uh, re- oh remakes. Um, oh, Nick Quattrini has a good one. Uh, the PS2 Punisher game, a mm. uh, full remake, uh, bringing uh, Jimmy Palmiotti back in to help with writing. Uh, like he did in the original, he did uh, Daredevil, Max, and Punisher. Um, it was toned down a lot for violence. Uh, Jimmy Palmiotti also was a part of the Ghost Rider game. There was a Ghost Rider game?
1: I don't remember.
0: I think Ghost Rider was um, he was. I know he was featured in games like Marvel Nemesis and like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. I don't know if he had his own standalone game, but the PS2 Punisher that was actually uh, it was actually quite enjoyable. Um, but that was that was based on the Thomas Jane uh, movie. Yeah, and yeah, a, a remake of Punisher would be cool. Um, I wonder if I wonder if you if you could do it with with Thomas Jane, or even just like, if, or if you did like a a, a new version with like the John Bernthal, kind of in a similar style yeah. of the PS2 with like updated graphics, or even you can just do like a full on. Just a full-on original Punisher game with uh with the with the current Punisher as well.
1: The True crime series. Okay.
0: True crime. I remember true crime. There was Streets of L.A. and New York or City. New York. Yeah, I think there was like, I think there was actually a spiritual successor to true crime in the form of sleep Sleeping Dogs. Yeah,
1: because
0: Sleeping Dogs was originally going to be a true crime sequel, but then it became this original thing. But yeah, I like to see true crime. True crime could be a good one. Um, even and hell, even Sleeping Dogs, like getting a full on remake of that, or even, or actually even a sequel, a sequel of Sleeping Dogs would be great because that was a great game too.
1: Hmm. what
0: you got? Um another one I got here. I'd love to see Damn
1: it. I was thinking that one too, but <laughs>
0: uh I'd love to see uh either a, a, a either a full-on remake. I actually I know that um I think Remedy. Put
1: some in it. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah. Um but yeah, uh yeah, Max Payne 3, um it it definitely reminded me of um Man on Fire, uh starring Denzel Washington in terms of like some of like the editing. And like how like the words would appear on the on the screen at times and like the flickering effects. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, damn solid game. And I I wish Max Payne three was actually available on the PS four, like uh, through like the PS PlayStation Plus uh down, classic downloads. Because damn it, I want to see I want to play this game again, but I don't want to hook up my PS three. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Nick Quattrini also agrees. Uh. That Max Payne three. Uh. I could benefit remake. from
1: both a remake and a sequel.
0: I would say more of a more of a remake because, like Max Payne three, the way it concludes, it's like how much how much more bad stuff can you put this guy through? You know, gotcha. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I I, I am looking forward to seeing the Max Payne reboot, seeing like how that's gonna unfold.
1: Heavy rain.
0: Hmm. Ooh. A heavy rain remake. I'll say a heavy rain, heavy rain remake with, with better writing. Okay. Yeah, with with better writing, um, because like the the whole twist of who the origami killer is didn't really make sense. But if if they if they can like revisit that twist, then I, I'd be I'd be fully on board. But I, I I would like to see a remake if they can punch up the writing a bit more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh, I just thought of one. And granted, it's it's on the PS5. Uh, but can you imagine a full-on remake of Ghost of Tsushima in Unreal Engine Five? Oh my
1: god! You just give me you just giving me a whole new
0: reason to play that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima already looks gorgeous. But can you imagine Unreal Engine 5? Oh, my God. A top-down Unreal Engine 5 remake of Ghost of Tsushima. And we've seen, like, tech demos of Unreal Engine 5 and what it's capable of. Damn near replicating reality. You ready? What you got? Can you handle this? I think I can. Oh, let me... Let me suit myself up. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Oh, and... uh. <laughs> Looking at the comments here, uh, it says, Old man Logan got no rest. Max can take a few more bullets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you ready?
0: All right. Let's do it.
1: Wolfenstein, the new order. Ooh,
0: Nazi killing fun. In Unreal 5? Seeing BJ Blazkowicz just machete a Nazi or, or shotgun a Nazi in the face. Yes, oof. Like Wolfenstein, the 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 new Colossus and the new Order, those are like two back to back solid games, like machine games. Like y'all did the thing with with the Wolfenstein franchise. I heard Wolfenstein Youngblood wasn't wasn't all that, unfortunately. But man, okay, I I, I can get with that. I can I know get with could. that. You That's what I was like. I I had to pre-
1: mm. I had to prepare you.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, you hear that, Nazis, doom is coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Um ooh. I would love to see a remake of Red Dead Redemption. Like something and for that matter, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, like full on full on not just remasters, but top down remakes of these of these games. Like, Red, the Red Dead series definitely deserves it, especially Red Dead Redemption, because, like, one of the best stories I've ever played in any game. That's for sure. And Red Dead, Red, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2, while it's also a good game in its own right, it does feel like work uh, sometimes, but part one, Redemption takes the biscuit. That's for sure. Parasite Eve. Yeah, I can get with a Parasite Eve remake. Yeah, I I, I did enjoy the the original on the PS One. Um, I played a little bit of Part Two and then I lost interest. Okay. Um, but a Parasite Eve remake, I would like to see. Like even even done in this in the style of like the Final Fantasy VII re- remake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean.
0: Oh yeah, that that would be terrific.
1: Gotta do one for the kids. What's that? Rapid rapper.
0: <laughs> Parappa the Rapper. Um, it doesn't even. You can even just have like a, just a new game. It doesn't even have to be a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Kick, punch. It's, it's all, all in the mind.
1: If you want to test me, I'll show sure you. Find the, thing.
0: the things I'll teach you. Are sure to reach you. Nevertheless, you get a lesson from teaching. Now, kick.
1: Kick, 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 kick.
0: punch. <laughs> chop.
1: Chop, <laughs> chop, 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 and block. <laughs>
0: Mm.
1: mm. I'm looking at like old like PlayStation <laughs> and I had one and I lost it.
0: Yeah, let me uh while you're looking for it, um, there's a really underrated game for the PS two which it was like highly slept on. Um, but I'd rec I would love to see a remake of second sight or even a sequel a second sight was on the ps2 Uh, it was developed by codemasters Um, highly slept on highly underrated game Um, you play as a guy named john vatic he wakes up from a coma he has no memory and sort of like the game is kind of like a conspiracy thriller and it has an ensemble cast and it has had a terrific story and and a terrific uh story twist at the end so second sight, I'd love to see either a remaster or't or no, a full-on remake or, yeah, or even a remaster too, but definitely a sequel for sure, because I think this game was highly slept on and it deserves its due. Legacy of Kane. Ah, Soul Reaver. Yeah? Yeah, that w- that was a banger back work. then.
1: That would work.
0: I- oh yeah, I-, I would love to see that for sure. Of course. 1999 Silent Hill. Mmm. Yeah. Kojima. Yeah, man. I still want to get that uh, that PT uh, Silent Hill.
1: Oh, the one that that was supposed to that wind up being a uh, Death Stranded.
0: Yeah. Or a Death Stranding sequel, I, I I definitely want. I think that's happening. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I can get. With I saw that.
1: A pi- I saw a picture of Jordan Peele and. In- Kojima together. Whoa. I said, L- shut the fuck up and let them
0: cook. Yeah. Give
1: them the kitchen and leave them alone.
0: Man, that's a hell of a combination. You think? Peel and Kojima. Ooh. Mm. Oh, man. We we, we we have it so good.
1: Okay, shout outs to Roberto for this one. We talked about it earlier because I gave him a preview of what we got to talk about. Yeah. Tenchu. Stealth assassins.
0: Hmm? i like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tenchu would be a would be a dope game to remake. Yeah, because that uh, uh, that was a that was a cool uh, franchise back in the day. I have one of the games, but yeah, I never finished still? it. Yeah, it was Tenchu: Wrath of Heaven on the uh, PS2, okay. but I, n- I never finished it. Hmm. Uh, I also have um, one of my wh- one of my favorite PS2 era RPGs is Shadow Hearts, uh, this, and this is the first one. Uh, Shadow Hearts. This one I would love to see either a sequel or a full on top down remake of for the current generation. This was a great RPG. Like it had a really interesting mechanic where it had this wheel. And you had to like hit the X button on like three parts of the wheel, and if you got the timing right, then you had like a strong attack. It was like it was like really cool turn-based combat as well. So yeah, man, Shadow Hearts. This was this was a pretty underrated RPG from back in the PS2 era, and I'd love to see a a, a remake of that.
1: <clears throat> okay, I just came across this one on this list, like the top seventy PlayStation One games. Okay. Star Wars Jedi Power Battles from two thousand.
0: Jedi Power Battles was that? No, the, no. I was. I'm thinking about the fighting game they had back then.
1: I think that's what it looks like. But we, I think, you think we could use a a fighting a Star Wars fighting game in this era. Um,
0: a Star Wars fighting game. I think. I think it could work.
1: We like the the Star Wars universe has expanded enough, yeah, to can, where you can produce, you can put together a solid fighting game.
0: Yeah, because I remember back in the PS one era, there was a fighting game, a Star Wars fighting game called Masters of Terrace Casey. Right, and if you can get like a, like a maybe like a, a not. Maybe not a remake of that game directly, but, like, a, a straight-up fighting game mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe that's, that's, like, done, like, Soul Calibur style. Yep. That'd be nice.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. I got one.
0: Okay. Well, what you got?
1: Bushido Blade.
0: Woo! Oh, yeah. Bushido Blade was dope. In fact, like, oh, man, I can't recall the game, but... um. Cause, cause I, what I like about Bushido Blade is that, like, it was like it was realistic sword combat. Like, one strike is fatal. Yeah. Um, there, there's a. I I, I recently saw on Up, Up, Down, Down, like like Xavier Woods and and, and his colleagues, they were playing this game that, that looked like a modern Bushido Blade, similar style where it was like like you 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 strike you strike the enemy once and they die. Um, it was kind of similar in style to Bushido Blade. I forgot what the game was called. We you get a new Eternal Champions <laughs> Eternal
1: Champions yeah. I would be solid. that could hold up today that I could, could use a good I can go, use a good remake yeah that yeah, could yeah. Twisted Metal 2 sure we're getting a TV show
0: but yeah that's right we are getting a TV show um, a Twisted Metal 2 remake would be dope because that was the best game in the franchise
1: you know who's playing Sweet Tooth
0: who Samoa Joe really <laughs> oh man that's a hell of a ca- hell of a casting right there. Okay, he's in the trailer.
1: Okay, he he's in the trailer. He has the the mask on, but yeah, he's in the trailer. That's him.
0: Hmm. Tooth. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah.
1: Final Fantasy Eight. Hey, I think they no, they remade that right.
0: Mm, no, not eight. No, they they remastered it. I don't know. It was like a remaster, but they didn't remake it.
1: Star Wars Rebel Assault 2, The Hidden Empire.
0: Rebel Assault. Rebel Assault. Is that, is that a... No, I'm thinking Dark Forces. That, that's not a... That's not the um, first-person shooter, is it?
1: Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, If you're going to re- remake any Star Wars games... um. Well, fortunately, I was going to say the Force Unleashed, but thankfully we do have uh, Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Speaking of, I'm hearing a lot. Once you get past the big um, update,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm hearing real good things about Jedi Survivor.
0: I've heard a lot of good things, too. Um, weirdly enough, I I know that the apparently the game, like the disc itself is just like a a key to download the game because it's too big to fit on disc, apparently, which, uh, yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm
1: hearing a lot of good things.
0: mm. Yeah, because I really did enjoy the first one.
1: Okay, I mentioned Parasite Eve.
0: Uh, Xenogears? Nah, I say Xenogears is in good shape. Like, they've, like, in through uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on, on the Switch. Okay. Yeah.
1: Time crisis.
0: <laughs> the light gun shooter.
1: Yeah, but have like, but it's got to be like first person. Like a regular. Like f- call it yeah, but with a Call of
0: Duty engine. I like that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of first person shooters, now that I think about it, another another uh, remake that we should get is Medal of Honor. Okay. Yeah, like like just take it back to World War Two. Put it with modern graphics. Don't make it. Don't just make it a single player experience. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just make it a single player experience. Don't do like the online multiplayer thing. Just yeah. make it just narrative narratively driven. And you got a solid game. So Medal of Honor deserves a, a full on remake in that, in that sense. God damn. Oh. Conquer's
1: bad for a day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun,
0: fun, fun oh man D- that was the one he, f- he fought a poop monster and he's been swearing and all this yep hmm yeah <laughs> chrono cross I'm kind of 50-50 on chrono cross like I-, I tried playing the game and I just couldn't really didn't really toot my didn't put any toot in my horn
1: oh, speaking of which meadow of honor is uh meadow of honor underground hmm made number 16 on this list oh nice by the way I looked up on PS3's mm-hmm. Last of Us was number one
0: nice as well it should be
1: yeah it's...
0: um Legend of Dragoon hmm I, I've never played Legend of Dragoon yeah. actually
1: doesn't even we got that
0: um I know that I know that it, this would be co- super complicated in terms of like getting like the rights and stuff, but yeah, I would love to see full on remakes, oh my god. just top down remakes, or at least really good remasters of Def Jam Vendetta and Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh my god! I would love to see full on either remakes or just really good re- uh, remasters of these, because, or, or even just a sequel. A sequel to like Def Jam Fight for New York that combines the best of both worlds. Like you can have like the wrestling action with the fighting action, of, uh, wrestling action of Vendetta with the fighting game action of New York. In part three, we can ignore Icon because Icon was a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, Fight for New York with like blending like the old and the new, like the best the best new rappers of today versus the best rappers of the yesteryear. I would love to see this happen. I want to see a sequel. I want to see a Def Jam fighting game sequel that's not Icon, mind you. Vendetta and Fight for New York, the best of both worlds, right there.
1: And guess what? It's not going to happen.
0: I know. I know. It's
1: not because Aki is just difficult to work with
0: because we're still waiting for AEW's Fight Forever. Hey, wrestling de- game development takes time. <laughs> it takes time. I
1: get it. It just seems like, they, well, it's just like they had date, then delay, then date, then delay, then date, delay. I'm stuck. And after the story that Patrick Hickey, shout out to him, hmm. told us, I'm think it's looking like history could be repeating itself.
0: Hmm. Could very well be. Could very well be. Um, Which would be disappointing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that Fight Forever turns out great. Because I don't want to... Or or it can turn into TNA Impact. (laughs) Remember that game?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter. Hmm.
1: 989 Studios. Yeah, why not?
0: Why not? To that end, maybe even Splinter Cell. That'd be a dope one because that was that was a solid uh, stealth game.
1: You know me; I love stealth. Mm. For the race cut, for the races out there, Gran Turismo two.
0: That'd be interesting. Like if if you did a remake of Gran Turismo two and kept it in like ninety nine, just have like cars from back then. Yeah, that that would be an interesting experiment.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it would age well now.
0: Mm. yeah alright
1: I'm really just now I'm just going through this this list because I'm curious to see which ones out of the top 70 Castlevania Symphony of the Night is actually number 4 mm.
0: that's a great game uh, should I get a I don't that's one of those games I don't, I don't think it needs sometimes, a
1: Sometimes yeah sometimes you just want to like leave it the yeah. way it is, yeah, because you want to keep that vagrant story.
0: I was I I, I didn't really like vagrant story. Well, it was
1: made number three on this list. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the the battle and system. The
1: number one game on this list is Metal Gear Solid.
0: We did have a remake of Metal Gear Solid uh, in the form of the Twin Snakes. Yeah, on GameCube. Um. Yeah. Maybe a remake of Part 3, Snake Eater. I could say that. Yeah, I, I could get with that. Let me see. Let me
1: go move on over to the N64, and we all know it's going to be.
0: Um, but, yeah, man. Perfect Dark? You know, I think, oh, man. I, I know I know. Rare, Rare is the developers, and they work with Microsoft. I know they had Perfect Dark Zero. I think they were, if if I'm if memory serves, I think they were trying to do a Perfect Dark reboot, but it just got, it got stuck in development hell. I believe. I I could be wrong though.
1: Star Wars Episode One Racer.
0: You know what? I say yeah, because you know I, I played I played Episode One Racer on the N sixty four. It was a fun racing game, and to see like a a, a Star Wars pod racing game with modern graphics.
1: That could, you know what? That could be. Yeah,
0: I, 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 I'm down. I'd be down for that.
1: Hmm.
0: Or, ooh, or even like a remake of Star Wars Bounty Hunter, where you play it as Jango Fett, but instead you can just play as Mando.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, just call it the Mando. <clears throat> yeah.
0: It's, yeah, yeah. basically, what I'm saying just is, just give
1: like, us a Mandalorian game. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: it. yeah give us a Mando game and have Respawn develop it
1: Sin and Punishment
0: Sin and Punishment that was like a um, kind of like a basically like a, like a light gun third person shooter game yeah. yeah
1: Gauntlet Legends ooh
0: if you're talking about N64 I would yeah. love to see a, a remake of Blast Core Blast Core was fun that's like like you you had to demolish all these buildings to like make a path for this uh this truck that was carrying like a nuclear bomb and right. if it's t- and if it touched a building like it would just go oh, off yeah blast core like <laughs> i i would love to see a remake of that um I, I even though i know it might be a microsoft exclusive because rare developed it but right. i want to see that on all consoles cuz that's a damn good game we did have it. okay we did so have fun. a recent
1: killer instinct yep that I beat you in, and you just can't accept it?
0: <laughs> Victor Moore does not recall the events in question.
1: Of course not. You wouldn't. You <laughs> would not do so. Ogre Battle 64.
0: Ogre Battle, was a, it was a Person decent... Of
1: lordly caliber.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was one of the... That was, like, pretty much the only RPG on NCC4. You know
1: what? Give us a Rayman. Yeah. Give us a Rayman. It, with... With the cra with the ratchet and clank rift apart engine.
0: Okay, like a 3D Rayman remake.
1: Yeah. Why
0: not? I'm down for that because I know we have like Rayman Legends and Origins, like the two, traditional 2D side scrollers. But like to have a 3D Rayman, why not? Let's do it. I'm down for the cause.
1: We we still get Mario parties and Exc- bike. Leave <laughs> <laughs> those are the arcades. New Tetris, you can just get down on your phone. Yep, <laughs> Shadow Man. You know what?
0: Yeah, a, a, a remake of Shadow Man. I know. I know Shadow Man was recently ported to like modern consoles. Um, but yeah, like a full top-down remake of Shadow Man because that's an interesting character. I, I, I would. I wouldn't mind. I would like to see that.
1: Mega Man, but in a style of like. Um, Mega Man done by Art System Works.
0: Ooh, oh man, Art System Works—they know how to do a 2D game.
1: They, they do.
0: They make some beautiful they do? artwork. Yeah, some beautiful artwork right there, man. I would—that's a good one. I would like to see what they could do with that. Um, Nick Quattrini says uh, Metal Gear is rumored to get PS5 remakes. Uh, I'm not sure how that works without Kojima being involved, which is true. Yeah. Um, The Godfather game. Uh, Mafia got the update treatment, which it did. Yeah, okay. Uh, Godfather being remade. I heard some decent things about that. And there was also a Bruce Lee game screaming for 4K glory. Bruce Lee? Hmm.
1: Why not? Yeah, he. has been dead for forty years, and like for forty-something years, and he still has a strong fan
0: base. Oh, absolutely, he's timeless. Duke Nukem.
1: <laughs> for Duke. shits and giggles, give us a new Duke Nukem.
0: Wow, well, watch this game take like twenty years to, to right to market. <laughs> Duke Nukem.
1: Have we had a recent career? I believe we had a recent career. I love WWF attitude.
0: Oh, man. Like, those games don't hold up at all.
1: They don't.
0: Especially in terms of... <laughs> the way they <laughs> They
1: don't. But for whatever at his time, I had so much fun.
0: I did, too. But, like, the fact that, like, you had to, like, memorize button combinations to do moves for everybody. Was, I'm yeah. used to that because
1: of, like, I'm a Mortal Kombat player. Mm, we could use but, a new castle. I think no. I think we are getting. Remember Paper Mario? Oh yeah. Paper Mario will work on the Switch.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Lisa,
1: you, you can uh, at least Paper Mario that could work with a new uh, polish mm. with a new oh. gem polish.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Diddy Kong Racing.
0: <laughs> uh. Oh, Bruce Lee Quest of the Dragon. I'll take it. Yeah, you mentioned episode one racer.
1: Yeah, that would be from Calca's bad for a day. Yeah, you. Gotta, I would just freaking laugh. Yeah. Mario Party too. They they constantly. Meeting. Mario Party is consistent. Mm-hmm. That's a consistent franchise. Yeah. Holy Magic Century. I've n- never heard of that. Me neither. But yeah, it's up there in the list.
0: Yeah man okay so all right. Turok. you know what it had a fan base it did have a fan base and i remember uh 2006 2007 there no i think it was more so 2006 there was a there was actually a Turok reboot um it was like one of the early ps ps3 era games or xbox 360 it wasn't good at all but i would like, i would like to see a Turok remake I would, because that was an interesting franchise for its Star time.
1: Fox was a Star Fox is overdue, I believe. No, didn't they have a recent?
0: Um I'm not sure if they had a recent game. I
1: know Fox Ma- I believe Fox McCloud's a character in Smash Brothers.
0: Mm. But yeah, man, so many games that we yeah. could that we could com- come up with and we already have. Uh yeah, man. So yeah, those are those are some of our picks. Four. <laughs>
1: remember Gex
0: 64. <laughs> Gex. Oh, man. Yeah, Gex was one of those... like This was like the era where um co- companies were trying to create their own mascots to compete with S- Sonic and Mario. Yeah. Like, there was Gex. There was Bubsy. Remember I Bubsy? remember Bubsy. <laughs> um, Arrow the Acrobat.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I would say... I would say Pitfall, but that's basically... Oh. Uncharted
0: yeah Uncharted <laughs> Tomb Raider
1: now I'm just scrolling just to see what made the number one on this list
0: <laughs> oh man
1: we should have did this with Patrick Hickey Patrick Hickey would have gave us like a whole bunch of backstory with that <laughs> Yoshi story that's consistent <laughs> Silicon Valley
0: oh Space Station Silicon Valley I haven't played it but I heard a lot of good things about it I just never had a chance to play it before but I would like to see a remake of that, too.
1: Matures, man, so.
0: But yeah, um, uh, Nick Watchtini says, as far as remakes go, uh, I'd be interested in the remake of the Super Nintendo Batman Returns. Okay. With Catwoman and Penguin and an Arkham-style style game in the movie universe instead of the side-scrolling beat-em-up game it was. Mm. So, like, uh, Batman Returns in the style of Arkham and the Ar- Arkham games? It would be short. It'd be short like i I'd say like if you if you did if you did like a a batman Arkham game in the style of like the Michael Keaton films, yeah Tim Burton,
1: or possibly just combine one and two together because those were yeah. short game those were shorter movies
0: batman yeah that that would that would be interesting, that'd be an interesting experiment uh right. but yeah, but yeah, we have but yeah so 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 many games that we could think of, but uh but yeah, let, let us let us know in the comments after our shows done, like um, or send us an email at podcast at gmail dot com, like what your thoughts are as far as what we should see for what video games we should see uh, as full on remakes or games that should have sequels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good stuff.
1: Yeah, I think we I think we I think we got you know came up with some good ones.
0: Please. <laughs>
1: as much as we want to. Oh, remember when... The, you know what? f Def Jam, because they cock-teased us. Oh, what, like, two years ago, they were like yeah, when they made an announcement about it and it, that they were going to do something, and we got
0: nothing. That's right, they did. Yeah, they did that on social media. Def Jam, they were, like, really trying to tease, like, oh, yeah, we got an announcement. Like, they were teasing that they were going to come up with the game or imp- strongly implying. Yeah. And nothing. They did nothing. Yeah. Bastards. Yep. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh yeah, that's our topic for this week and thank you for watching and listening. Um you can catch us everywhere. Uh what you got?
1: Uh I know we got a couple one of us got let me see, what do I got going on? That's at least public. Uh ch 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 Next Saturday, you can uh, find me at the Riverside Toy and Comic Fair, just walking around checking things out. So you know, if you just have, if you happen to be there, it's going to be at the American Legion on eight thirty at eight thirty It Ave mm-hmm. in Riverside, Rhode Island. Yep, come through. You know, if you want to just come through and say what's up, I'll be there. And on May twenty fifth, the Let's Chat Social Club. Uh we'll be having a uh, podcast meetup and Vic and I will be special guests.
0: Yeah, fantastic.
1: Don't know what I <laughs> but I've never been called a special guest before.
0: Yeah. That, uh, so
1: let's see what's gonna happen. Uh yeah. Chris, big shout outs to Chris Revel and mm-hmm. Nate P V. Uh their first podcast meetup, I believe, was was a huge success. Mm-hmm. So uh you should definitely come out and check that out. Yeah. Um yeah, as far as that. For the rest of the month of May, that's it.
0: Right on. Awesome. So yeah, and uh yeah, we're pretty much everywhere on on uh Facebook Live, uh SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh iHeartRadio Stitcher. Wherever you can find podcasts, we're right there. So just search for Codex Prime, Codex Prime Podcast, we're there. We're also on Twitter at Codex Prime podcast and Instagram uh at Codex Prime Podcast.
1: Yep. And uh Rise of the Blend Panther is available. Just uh if you're interested, just uh send me a DM on any of my social platforms, most of them at Mr. Bird ten mm-hmm. twenty seven. And yeah, and I'll make sure I can get I'll make sure I get you a copy. Yeah. Sure. C D or flash drive ten
0: bucks each. Yeah, right on, right on. And, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, tune in next week. we got uh, same Codex time, same Codex channel. Um, thank you for watching and listening so much. Uh, as always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds.
1: Later.